You're listening to Trade Entrepreneur, the show for business owners by business owners. I'm your host, David Sudworth, and welcome to this week's show. Lying. It's one of the worst things you can accuse someone of doing. You've lied about this, you've lied about that, and particularly in the field of politics, the idea of being a liar is something which is held in very low regard. And in fact, in the UK Houses of Parliament, it's actually impossible for MPs to call each other liars without getting some kind of sanction from the Speaker of the House of Commons. They might use other words which will convey a similar meaning, like they have been economical with the truth, or they they have intentionally misled. Basically, they mean they're lying, but parliamentary protocol means that they can't actually say that. But it's not just politics where lying is, number one, seen as a very low thing to do. But in terms of our own lives, it's also something which isn't very well regarded. And yet, we lie all the time. And the people who we lie most to is ourselves. I was at a meeting a couple of weeks ago, and we were talking about, it's a regular group that I meet up with, and we talk about running our businesses and and the pitfalls and you know we just share our experiences and we were talking about um one particular person there had had, uh, had lost a client and they needed to get some more now and they said something at the end of the meeting and they said i just haven't had enough time up to now to get to get more clients and i thought to myself in fact, I did more, to, more than think to myself. I actually said it. I said, no, it's, it's not that you haven't had the time. You just haven't seen it as a priority. And they just nodded and went, yeah, yeah, you're right. So we're going to talk about how we lie to ourselves. And in that, that, that little nugget at the end of the meeting, that just... When I went away and started reading up about all this and, you know, why we lie to ourselves, how we lie to ourselves. And it threw up some quite interesting information. And apparently, um, according to Nietzsche, we lie to ourselves about 100 times more than we lie to others. So actually, the, the, the biggest untruths that we tell ourselves, and we do it for a number of reasons, um, psychologically, um, it's an act of self-defense or in some cases it can be a an act of self-enhancement so today i'm going to look we're going to look at that in a in a, in a bit more detail and looking at why we lie to ourselves and the times that we lie to ourselves particularly in terms of running a business because i think we're all guilty of at times glossing over stuff that we'd rather not look too deeply into or we kind of we dodge difficult situations by giving a false narrative. And one of the, I'll start off with the with the one that I just talked about. The idea that you have no time it's simply not true, because when you want to do something, you will find the time. 
<laughs> if you didn't want to go on a holiday, you wouldn't find a time. If you didn't want to get more clients, you wouldn't find the time. Or it's more about the idea that you're not forcing yourself to do, to do that. If it's something you really had to do, i.e. if you didn't do it, you wouldn't be getting paid, or if you didn't do it, then something serious would happen, you would make time to do it. But if you didn't make that time to do it, then there'll be consequences. So you'd obviously put it in your diary, you'd knuckle down, and it's about having your, having your, your list of priorities. What is a priority to you? Now, a lot of people, when uh, th- th- this is a particularly a, a thing which marketing people bang on about, and everyone thinks that they're just, you know, they're just, well, <laughs> they just think they're lying, but they're not lying. When you're busy, the automatic thing is to think everything's all right. So what a lot of people do is when they uh, when they're busy, they stop advertising because they think I, I don't I don't need it. And why do they think that? Is because they've got clients, therefore getting new ones isn't a priority. However, the minute that they have no clients, that suddenly becomes a massive priority, and therefore the advertising tap is turned back on. By which point it's usually a bit too late because, as we've said in previous podcasts, the marketing effect takes a good few months to kick on, kick in. It's it's a drip, drip, drip thing, rather than a, a, a simple turn on and, and loads of customers come through the door and turn off, and it it slows that particular flow of customers. So, when you want something, you can you can go you can go ahead and do it. The difference is in some cases you really have had to do the, the prep work. So if, say, for instance, you have a big client or a big contract and all of a sudden they say, we're not going to be doing business any, with, with you anymore, thanks very much, you're suddenly left with a massive hole there. Now, that might be okay for a while, depending on what your finances are like, but at some point you're going to have to plug that gap in order to get back to the same turnover as you would have got if they were still in harness with you so you would have to make it a priority so advertising wouldn't necessarily be a priority when you're mega mega busy but actually it's something which really should be carrying on in the background doing the drip 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 thing because at some point when it is a priority and we've all been there when getting more customers is definitely a priority you can't just simply call on a load of people who are already warmed up, you've got to then start from start from scratch again. Other times that we lie to ourselves, and I do hear this quite a fair bit, is making assumptions about customers saying, oh, customers, they won't pay that, customers won't want that, or customers don't need that. My customers want this, my customers want that. And that is something which, although... It may be based on experience. It's usually based on very narrow experience because at the end of the day, most businesses work off gut feeling, particularly small businesses, one-person bands. And even large businesses, there is a tent to have a bit of gut feeling. They might have, they might have some some stats and spreadsheets to back up their decisions, but a lot of it does go on gut feeling. People's experiences, it's particularly as we come into what is widely being described as a bit of an economic downturn, 
people will be recalling their own experiences from previous downturns and be saying, oh, well, this is what's likely to happen in this situation. That'll be a, for a different podcast. I, I actually don't think this is the same as the, the 2008 crash for a whole bunch of reasons, but at some point in the future, we'll, we'll dedicate a, a show on that. In terms of customers not wanting, paying on, or needing that, the, the, if you drill down into it, usually the reason is is because you don't want to do it yourself. So when you say customers won't want this or they won't pay for that, what they mean, what you mean is I don't really want to put my prices up, or I don't really want to introduce that service. That's fine, but at least be honest with yourself. You you you're shifting the blame for want of a better word onto other people rather than saying actually it's something I just don't want to do. A good example, actually, was a few uh, months ago when Sam and I were discussing about um, the off-season, which is the quiet time for chimney sweeping and, and how to um, how to drum up some business to fill the gaps which all chimney sweeping companies have. We have a lot fewer than, than we did when we first started, but obviously every company has, has gaps at this time of year in the, in the chimney sweeping world. And... We we tossed around the idea of uh, doing a discount. Now I'm 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 not a fan of discounting services. I think we, we've discussed that in previous episodes. Where I just think it's it's devaluing a service, and there'll always be someone cheaper than you. And once you get into that spiral of of competing on price, you really are at the mercy of of other people in the marketplace and you, you generally speaking you don't really hang on to those customers you don't have a sustained relationship with those customers because they're just that they're the ones who are just focused on price um and i i ummed and aahed about it and i said to sam in, in the end i just don't want to do it i said yes yeah, some customers would 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 accept it but i don't think it would be that many and of the ones that do, that might be a, a road I just don't want to go down because we we pride ourselves on being a very good customer service experience. And once you start chipping away at the costs of providing that service, eventually you might end up with a lesser service. And I just don't want to go down that road. And she... She, she 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 went yeah it's it, that that's fine but that that was that was my call as the owner but I recognise that actually in terms of the overall argument ninety five percent of it was the fact that I didn't want to do it I had my reasons and I, I think the 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 solid and plausible reasons but at the end of the day I wasn't going to blame other people for my decision it was a case of I don't want to do this I don't want to go down this particular road so. I, I I always try to take responsibility for my decisions rather than blaming external factors because I don't think that really gets you anywhere and it certainly doesn't get you to the root of the of of the issue. Another time when we lie to ourselves is when again we say that you that you don't need to advertise and you certainly hear it a lot from companies that have been around a long time. I've never had to advertise and we've been busy all the time and and that's great, but they're usually very small companies, one-person bands. And although they may not have had to advertise, they they certainly could have got a lot more business had they advertised. 
and you I, th- I think nowadays most businesses accept that when you start out you need to advertise i i always um reference these people who say i we we've never needed to advertise and i always say well look at asda look at tesco look at mcdonald's look at nike look at adidas look at all the major brands and they advertise and let's face it do coca-cola really have to advertise do adidas really have to advertise truth is no probably not but they do because they understand that it's still an important part of their marketing. And I think that any person who thinks that they're better than Adidas and better than better than McDonald's, I think what they're not understanding is, although it's a different proposition, they could certainly do more business had they advertised. So if anyone says to you, we've never had to advertise, that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't have to advertise. And you, you know, if you're starting out, that really is, that really is your lifeblood or understand that if you don't advertise, you will probably put, be putting a kind of artificial limit on the potential of your business. If only I had dot, 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 that's another lie that people say. Say they, they will. They, they will. They will say, "Oh, if we had five thousand pounds, we'd do this. Or if we had ten thousand, we'd do that. Or if we had more staff, I could do this." Again, that's a lie, because you're making excuses that you can't do something just because it's you, you don't have you don't have the resources. The best way around it is to say. I want to do this, so therefore I will need to do X. It's taking responsibility for the decision that lays ahead rather than just being someone who allows themselves to be buffeted by the seas of economic change. You say, no, I'm actually going to steer this ship. The waters might be choppy, and I might get a little bit seasick, but I'm the one in charge here, I'm, I'm the captain, I'm going to do this. So you suddenly become someone who is in charge rather than someone, someone who is being the victim. And we've talked to get, again in the past about being a victim, and the problem with people who are, who, who are victims is that they, they will happily seek to blame everyone else for their misfortunes, they won't take any responsibility for themselves. Now there's some situations, of course, and I get this, where very unfortunate incidents take place which are outside of your control. Completely get that. But even then there are certain things that you can do to try and help yourself. And you know I've never ever enjoyed the conversations which start. If I won the lottery I would I'm not going to win the lottery because I don't do the lottery. <laughs> and why don't I do the lottery? Because I want, uh, you know, uh, you pay a pound and you might get something. But if I spent a pound on advertising or a pound on this, that, the other, I'd definitely get something. So I've never quite understood that mentality of dreaming about winning the lottery. I'd rather dream about actually doing something to get more opportunities to expand the business or, or do what I want to do. You know, I don't, very few people sit around um, waiting to win the lottery to go on a holiday to the likes of Spain or France or Italy or wherever. They will actually 
take steps to be able to do that, whether it's saving up, whether it's going at a certain time of year so it's a little bit cheaper or whatever. They will take steps in order to be able to realize their dream. They won't hang around waiting for someone else to, to hand it to them on a plate. So the whole idea that if I had dot, 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 is is just, again, it's it's a lazy myth and it's it's a lie that we tell ourselves. There's a great quote that I actually read about lying to ourselves and this kind of idea of of delayed gratification. I can't. I, I read it just before we came on air, and it's a great quote because it said said that talent is nothing but a lengthy patience, and genius is nothing but eternal patience. I love that quote because. It goes back to something I tell people again and again. No one is born being able to play the piano. No one is born being able to be a brain surgeon. I wasn't born to be a business owner. I think there's certain things in your your characteristics which might make you more predisposed to certain professions. I I completely get that. But in, in terms of the actual mastering something... It takes dedication and behind a lot of successful people, you will find a heck of a lot of sacrifice. The likes of sports people, they're the ones who are always lionized for being great and, you know, they're at the top of their game, but they've usually they've usually trained fifteen times harder than someone who who was who was quite average. So I, I I, th- I think some people can be born with natural skill, of course they can, but you'll find that those who are really at the top of the game are the ones who will listen to other people, who won't make excuses, and they will put the time in to perfect their game. I'm someone who is a great believer in reading books about business, in listening to other people, I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I'm interested in people generally. And you'll find that the people who, who aren't particularly good at business usually do none of those. They'll usually go from home from work, sit in front of the television, challenge surf or mess around on their phone, whatever. And that's if, if you want to do that, not a problem. Great. Good on you. Hope you enjoy yourself. That's, <laughs> you know, each to their own. But if you want to do something and you have a burning urge to do something, do something that, about it. Every journey starts with one step. The way the way that we got Mr. Sut to where it is today, that started with me taking a punt and investing some money in training and chimney sweeping kit and learning and listening to others and soaking up all the knowledge that I could. And now, as I'm growing the business, I'm soaking up knowledge from other business people, people who've been there, who've done it also, and people are also in the same boat as me because we do learn stuff from each other. I think there's, there's, I think there's certainly among men a, a tendency to think that if you ask for help, it's a weakness. And if you don't know something, it's a sign that you're, you're not particularly clever. Well, that's, that's utter rubbish. It, it honestly is utter rubbish. When you have got the strength to be able to ask those questions and you've got the intelligence and foresight to say, I don't know this, 
but I'd really like to be able to get to understand it because I want to get to such and such a place. That's that's where you you need to be at. I think one of the problems with these <laughs> these kind of podcasts is that you're almost preaching to the converted. The, the, and I've always said about the things like self help books. The most 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 people who read self help books are the ones that actually don't need to read self-help books and the ones who do just don't go don't go anywhere near them because it's a load of rubbish and all that so it's it's an interesting one because it's it, it feels like well you might think well why are you doing this podcast it's a waste of time i genuinely believe that over time people do change and, and people do start looking into things and if you're one of those people who listen to this podcast and you're thinking of setting a business or you're wanting to expand your business or you might not have thought about anything to do with expansion, but you've actually listened to this and thought, well, yeah, I recognize some of those traits in, in myself. And don't get me wrong, I am not perfect. All those examples I've been guilty of in the past, some of them in the quite recent past, but I think 95% of being able to expand your mindset is being able to be self-critical and certainly not lying to yourself. So I hope you enjoyed that. It's always great to get your feedback on these kind of issues. Drop me a line. I'm on david at trade-entrepreneur.co.uk or leave a comment on our Facebook or respond to us on Twitter. If you're on Amazon, on Spotify, give us a like and a subscribe and hopefully it'll tell you when the next show is available. Thanks once again for listening to me. Have a great week. Keep safe. And we'll see you all again very soon.